Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Fran. She's actually my mom, so we usually don't watch the same shows. Because we don't even like the same shows. Okay, calm down. We're going to give it a try. Well, let's see how it goes. Anyway, let's watch TV. I hope you don't pick anything weird. Mom, just roll with it. Hello, everyone. Welcome Hello, back to everyone. Let's Watch TV. Before we even start, I want to let you know I'm announcing the fall tour on August 1st. If you want to know about ticket links right away, go ahead and text 1313-251-1036. That's 1313-251-1036. Lots of shows, babe. Lots of shows coming up. Get ready. That's about all that I got. Yeah, I just want to thank the fans in Cleveland. We were just in Cleveland last weekend. Dad and I came to see your show. They were so nice. When people approach us, they're just the nicest, caring people. So thanks so much. Don't feel embarrassed to say hello. We love meeting you. I love that. That's cool. Yeah. That's good. Well, we watched a good show. We watched The Kaminsky Method. Who was the Patreon member that mentioned that? The Patreon is Madison H. And it was from way back when we first started. We went back into the archives and said, what did, our, what did the earlier people suggest? So Madison H. suggested The Kaminsky Method. Okay, say if you liked it or not on three. One, two, three. Loved, Loved it. it. Loved you, it. You. It took you so long to watch this show. Now, listen. I don't know what happened, but I tried to watch the show like right around when it came out. What year did the show come out? I think two years ago. It must have been longer. Maybe Let's it see. had three. It may be because it had three seasons. Let's see. Kaminsky Method year 2018. Okay. So it's four years ago. I gave it a shot and it just wasn't doing it for me. So I did watch the first episode when it first came out and I didn't like it. And then I watched the first episode yesterday and I absolutely loved it. First of all, it's hysterical. It's hilarious. Why don't you give the people the synopsis? The show plot plot is the Oscar winning actors, Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin play two Hollywood, a long time famous residents. One is a agent and owns his own casting agency. And the other one is an actor who owns his own acting studio and still acts. They're in their about middle 70s. I mean, they could probably predict them earlier, but it looks like they're in their middle, about their middle 70s. They've been friends for about 50 years. And Alan Arkin was actually, the character's name is Sandy. Michael Douglas's character is Sandy. He actually, they met each other because he was his agent. So that's how the relationship start. But they had a relationship for 50 years and how it changed over the years based on their age and what they were able, what Sandy was able to do. It's really funny. The creator now, he, is Chuck Lorre. Now, okay. Chuck Lorre is responsible for the Big Bang Theory, two, oh. and a half, two and a Half Men, Grace Under Fire, Sybil, Dharma and Greg, and Ma, Mike and Molly. So Now, people, I have to say... After I didn't know that, yeah. but after hearing you say that, I'm yeah. not surprised because although this show has a different feel to it, yeah. it does. It's not a sitcom like all those shows, right? It's just as punchy with the jokes. The punchy, jokes are punchy, very, punchy. very tight, very clever. There's yeah. one joke that made me laugh so hard. So in the very first episode. Sandy Kaminsky, who is an actor, he teaches acting classes. He goes to dinner with his or lunch with his agent 
and he doesn't get, he finds out he doesn't get a role for something. And he goes, what is it? And his agent says, well, they're looking for a little bit more ethnicity. He goes, what could be more ethnic than this face? And his agent goes, black guy. <laughs> if you don't pick it up, you'll it's miss some of the so great lines in there. Funny. He's got a cute character in there, which um, you fall in love with, and he doesn't have a significant role, but yet he does, is the old waiter, because they go to the same Hollywood restaurant for 50 years to have lunch, and this old waiter looks like he's, you know, shaking, and it takes him forever to walk to the table and pour their drinks. That is a hilarious character, and it's funny what they say. They look at him and go, okay, like, you're going to get these drinks? It's hilarious. He's hilarious. Very funny. Very funny. I really like it. Okay, now I have to ask you this. Is there a reason why lately you keep making me watch shows where the mom dies? Because I'm not prepared. You keep making me watch these shows where the mom dies. And I'm like, are you sending a message? Are you prepping me for something? No. Like, what is, Why are you doing this I to me? I picked this show because I went way back to the beginning. We've been doing this for over two years. I went back to the beginning and I know, what have we missed? What have some Patreon fans suggested we missed? And I saw it and went, yeah, that's a funny show. Even when she was dying, she was funny. She said to Sandy, come over here. Oh, you're full of bullshit or something. I mean, she just didn't let him then go. But if you continue to watch all the seasons, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It's a, I mean, it I'm shows done. the contrast. It no more shows dying. the contrast between no Michael Douglas' character. No more dying. Who is this? Okay. Who is this in his 70s and he's still a playboy and he dates young women in their 20s and 30s and all this stuff. And, you know, Alan Arkin is been married for 47 years. He's very traditional. He's very settled. And it's great to work off. They work off of each other. Those characters work off each other really well. Now, there is a scene in the first episode where one of the young actresses has to do a monologue from the play Steel Magnolias. Yeah. And what a lot of people might not know about you is that you actually were in a community theater production in your 50s of Steel Magnolias. Were you in your 50s or were you still in your 40s? No, I think I you were in your 50s. I was in my early 50s. It was on my bucket list. I always worked behind the stage. And you always made it look so easy. And I thought, you know what? I want to be on the stage this time. Got a director, Mike Trobaugh, was wonderful. Put me with the best actresses in community theater, right? And I thought they wanted to kill me because I didn't know blocking. I didn't understand my end of my last few words of my line lead into them saying something to me and I would forget it and drop it. But it was an awesome experience just being just doing that. I played the I forgot her name. She was opposite of Oh God, do you remember the names of the characters? I don't know. You were the one who said, if you don't have anything nice to say, come sit by me. Yeah, and I was the one who uh, slapped Weezer. I was not Weezer, I was her opposite, slapped her and said, Get it together, you know, and slapped her across the face. It was that was my favorite scene at the end, but it, what a what an experience. Anyway, yeah. Because you know Steel Magnolias is a iconic gay film. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, because it, it references gay Track lighting. Yeah. Anyway. Get that track light. Yeah, it's Recently definitely Recently in is. conversation, I was with some friends and my one of my friends was kind of like freaking out over something. And very casually, I told him, drink your juice, Shelby. Everybody was <laughs> laughing. Great line. Like, Great oh, line. God. So why did we start talking about me in community theater? 
because and they the had classes? they did a scene from Steel Magnolias oh, yeah, 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 in yeah. the Kaminsky method. Yeah. Oh, Demma. Oh, Demma. <laughs> Demma and Chia. We go doing this podcast at 11 o'clock. This is going to be a trip, baby. <laughs> you know who one of my favorite characters was in that? Who? Tell me everything. Sandy, Michael Douglas's daughter. Didn't really. I only watched episode one. Oh, oh, keep going. She's the one that's got the head on her shoulders. She keeps it together. You got to keep going because she's just, you just fall in love with her. And then the agent, Alan Arkin, his daughter is reformed drug addict, just get, got out of rehab and his son's all screwed up. His kids are screwed up. And the Sandy who is screwed up daughter is totally with it. And it's, the contrast of characters is so interesting. Funny, I, funny show. I liked it. I liked it. I did think it was a show for old people at first, but it's not. I think you'll still like it. I don't think it's a show for young people. No, because they won't get the subtleties of, you know, getting a little bit older. They won't understand. Trying to navigate. Especially for you in the entertainment industry, being a little older, I mean, a lot older than you, navigating entertainment industry and you know those older comics and things like that i was actually thinking about that when i was watching this yeah i was thinking about entertainment and you don't in entertainment specifically you don't really know when like your big pop is gonna happen right like you can be working but when's your big pop going to happen? Like, I think Ellen gave me my first pop. And I think at some point I will again, but it might not happen till I'm in my 50s. And that's fine. So many actors on TV who are phenomenal, you don't know about them until they're older and they can play these awesome roles, you know, that's right for them. It's all about timing. It's not necessarily like, I think two things. I think about young music artists and young actors who are super famous from the time they're like 18 on. And I honestly think you miss out so much of life because you're just constantly working in entertainment. But these, but old people who kind of get their big break later on in life have lived life, which is why they can play these parts because they can, they've experienced. I understand it. And I think. I always refer back to Sebastian Maniscalco and he just turned 50 this year. And yeah. I think his big break when one of his jokes on stage went viral when he was 40, 40, he was 40. Yeah. And you know, that big about how uh, you've got company, you got company broke the bank for him, you know, and he was already, he's already, he was on the stage from when he was 20 playing the clubs and stuff like that. So, you know, that's what popped for him. And I'm th- sure it's the same for a lot of other people. So, and the entertainment industry is far different than any other profession there is. It's got so many elements of, you know, why you get things and how you get things. And ugh, it is I wouldn't tough. say it's so, I wouldn't say it's so different. I think it's all about networking and connections and who you know and so many times like this person got this role because they're friends with the person who wrote it it's just like and they knew like you're perfect for this they wrote a role for you like that happens it's real you know you can be as good or better than somebody and you wonder well how did they get that netflix special or how did that happen you know it's always very interesting it's about who you are and what you do and but you know you just keep working hard and go after your dream no matter what and sometimes your career changes along the way 
You never know. You never, you never know. know. You never know. But Kaminsky Method, anybody who gets a chance, it's on Netflix. Three seasons. Give it a watch. It's about six episodes a season. They had him on that thing. It was so good. What else do you have for? Oh, and they're short. They're consumable. They're 30 minute episodes. Yeah. So it's not like those hour long episodes no. that just keep you watching. What right. else do you got for the podcast? What I have for you is one of my favorite shows that a, a Patreon fan introduced me to was Love on the Spectrum. And they have mm-hmm. Love on the Spectrum USA. USA. Can't watch it. It is so good. I am. Cannot. I watched I'm a couple not, episodes. I'm not, I don't have the emotional capacity right I now. I know. But I'm just saying to the fans. I'm not asking you to watch it. The fans, it's out there. Love on the Spectrum US. Really good. I'm going to start binging that a little bit. So we have a new segment called 60 Second Hot Takes, right? And what did we watch this week? She loves a good segment, everybody. She loves, she's texting me. She comes up with the most asinine segment sometimes. She'll text me and she's be like, okay, Joe, this is a new segment I got. It's called Spaghetti Talk. We each have a bowl of spaghetti and you talk about your favorite thing in the world. Spaghetti Talk. Do you like it? Like that's what she does. Every, she always will get these texts and then she'll text me huge paragraphs and I just text back this is an email <laughs> no you don't text me back you don't talk to me crickets I don't hear a damn thing I even say what time is the podcast today crickets I guess I'm just supposed to you know hold my whole damn week for you and why would you ready? ask me what time the podcast was today we confirmed I, yesterday well, uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. First of all, things can change in a dime with you. First of all, Mackie ate a friggin' chicken thigh off the counter last night. He could be shitting his brains out all over the house. And you say, I can't do this today. I've been up all night because my dog's been shitting. He could be up there right now just explosively shitting all over my home. So tell the fans what happened. Mac, my dog, is allergic to everything. It's not an exaggeration, everything. Right. We've tried about five different types of medicated food. Nothing works. The one he's on right now has worked the best, but it's still not perfect. His first five months of life, this dog didn't take a hard shit. Found out one of the things he's allergic to most is chicken. (laughs) He's on this food right now. He's doing really well. He's been on this food for eight weeks. He's never eaten anything else. We even use the food as his treats. What's he do yesterday at the end of this trial? jumps on the counter and scarfs down an entire chicken thigh. The bones too? No, there's no bones in it. Thank God. Oh, okay. It's a boneless chicken thigh. Okay. Thank God. But. He just had a delicacy there. (laughs) Honestly, you want to know what though? And here's the thing too. It was all seasoned up. Shawarma seasoning. (laughs) So I'm like, if this thing's making me cock-a-doodle-doo, then this dog's going to have a reenactment of Pompeii coming out of his backside. <laughs> so honestly though, he ate that thing about 12 hours ago. No Rhea. How about his skin? Cause he breaks out I mean, eczema and stuff from the, that's probably going to take a while, but it could but happen. I mean, I mean, but- you know, I thought about it this morning. I thought, wouldn't it be funny if he ate that chicken thigh and he gets no reaction from it at all. I honest to God think he, I think it might. I think might he might. He I might have a reaction? Might, no reaction. I think he might have no reaction. Maybe he seems to be fine. Huh? He seems to be fine. He seems to be fine. Wow. 
anyway, that's the story of Mac yesterday when you texted me. I thought, I know shit all over your house. Before we record the Patreon, I'm going to go up and check on him real quick just to make sure. But okay. we'll see. Anyway, well, let's get back so to 60 uh, second, blah, blah, yada, yada. Back to spaghetti talk. No, it's 60 second outtakes. What is what did we watch this week? Hands up or down? Do we like it? Would we suggest our. our- <laughs> if you listened last week, the, we couldn't figure out how to show. If we liked it or not, so you just give strong hand or loose hand. Should be easy for you. Strong hand or loose hand. <laughs> Let me start. Mom and dad watched a movie called The Tender Bar. It's on Amazon Prime. Have you heard of this? No. No. It's starring Ben Affleck and a newcomer, Daniel Ranieri. And it is directed by George Clooney. Ooh. Now, the movie was adapted from a memoir of the same name by J.R. Mohanger, and it's filmed, it's, it's the 1970s, and it's filmed based on his real life where he was a kid from sort of a dysfunctional family who wanted to be a writer. That's what that's all about. I watched it because I saw a spot that came up on YouTube on Kimmel Show. Daniel, he's in about fifth grade. It's his first movie. And his very first acting gig. And you know how he got it? YouTube. Nope. Well, he was on Kimmel and he's a fifth grader because he's from Brooklyn and has a fondness of using four letter words. He had this on TikTok. The mom filmed it. He was on Kimmel, brought him on Kimmel, said he watched this thing 50 times because it was so funny. The kid was pissed about being locked down during COVID and doing online school. Okay. So George Clooney happened to be watching Kimmel that night. And when it was over, he called the producer and says, I want that kid's phone number. They couldn't find the phone number. So there was 180 Ranieri's, Daniel Ranieri's in, you know, Brooklyn. And they finally got a hold of the mom and talked to her. And George Clooney on the spot cast him as the lead role in this movie. He said that he did it all in one takes. They didn't have to redo any of his scenes at all. It was one take and done. What? Yes. Yes. Yep. Now, the viral thing he did was his mom filmed him because he was pissed. And he he looks like a little Brooklyn kid. Yeah. With his accent going, this is fucked. He goes, people, wear your fucking mask already. All right. Just wear the damn thing. He's just a little kid saying that. Fifth grade. Wear your fucking mask. Just get it over with. We got things to do. Just do what you're told. What is the fuck going on around here? And it was not like he was rehearsed. He was just pissed. He didn't like this homeschooling shit. He wanted to get out and see his friends. That went viral. Okay. So that video went viral. He goes on Kimmel and Clooney's like, you're in. Yep. Exactly. Just like that. And let me ask you this. And he just casted him immediately. Immediately. Because the kid was just so natural and just easygoing. And yep. Immediately. And what is he? Have you watched the show, The Tender yes, Bar? That's why I'm doing it. And what, is, what does he play in the show? He plays the author, the writer. As who, a kid. As a kid. And does he have a vulgar mouth in the show? Not really. But no. the, he still has his regular Brooklyn accent. Yeah, Brooklyn accent, personality, you know. Sort Does of he thing. sound like Gaspar Randazzo? On the video he did. That is too. He sounds like, he sounds like a five, fifth grade 85-year-old, you know. He just got that Brooklyn thing going on. But 
mom and dad watched it, right? And I was really excited to see how did this kid do? The kid did fine, right? Ben Affleck, Joe, he's around big stars. Yeah. The movie was boring. Shut the hell up. Are you it, kidding me? No, we thought it was boring. It was slow to get to the point. I mean, you got kind of the point, but it was just nothing grabbed. You just say, wow, that was cool. That kid's life or, whoa, he really made it to nothing. It was just draggy. Wow, yeah. really? And I was that disappointed is- in that I, because the story leading up to it was so cool about this kid, Clooney, Affleck, all these people are so good. And it was disappointing. Even dad wow. said, slow. You know, dad will watch glue dry on a TV set. So, right. Yeah. So I give it a hand down. A hand down. Somebody else might like it, but we didn't think it was that good. Wow. 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 Okay. So Joe, did you watch anything this week? I did. What'd you watch? HBO Max. I watched the George Carlin documentary. Oh, I think I've seen it. I don't know if you have. Do you have HBO Max? No. I'm going to give it, I'm going to start by telling you it's a hands up. Oh, cool. And I don't know if it's because I'm a comic or because it was just interesting. First of all, if you don't know George Carlin, one of the best comedians that's ever lived. Genius. And genius, prodigy, gift, like it, it's not real. Like it's not real like all the times when my ego is like you're so funny i watch this documentary i'm like you ain't shit boy like literally so anyway i didn't know this came from a very dysfunctional upbringing he was very defiant against his mom because his mom wanted him to just kind of study and go to school for something and get a job and work and he's like that ain't me and he just did his own thing and was like super successful now one of the coolest parts of this that i loved is when george carlin met his wife that is when the game changed and they talked about how his daughter talked about how They were poor, living paycheck to paycheck, traveling all over the place together so that George Carlin could do his first shows and his first appearances. And she would, the daughter was talking about when you have somebody in your corner who believes in you and supports you and is going to go through it with you. And she said that her mom was just enamored with his brain and his humor. And she saw the vision and she believed in it. And she just supported him every step of the way. That was cool to me. But what was really cool to me is they were playing back old George Carlin sets. Like I think it was one on like Carson or something. I don't know. Old George Carlin sets. And they were incredibly poignant to today in 2022. One of his sets was about abortion and the controversy about abortion. And it was spot on for right now. And this joke is 60 something years old. And one of the things that he does that I love is when the joke ends you have no idea where he stands politically. It was just funny, regardless of who you are. It was just funny. So even if you're pro-life or pro-choice, you can laugh at that joke and understand that he's making a point about something because the joke was really about 
America can't figure shit out, you know? And it was just like, you're watching it and you're just like, this is so timeless and that is insane that I'm listening to this old joke that is just spot on for right now. So right. it's a three-part docuseries. I forgot what the title is. If you just type in George Carlin and HBO Max, you'll find it. It is honestly just, I love documentaries. And this one having to do with my line of work was just very cool to watch. Well, we'll have to watch it when we come to Seattle. Or you can watch it before so we can talk about it. Yeah, good. Okay, let's say it before we end the podcast. Are you going to keep watching the Kaminsky Method? One, two, three. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. And before we end, I just want to say thank you to our Patreon members. Thank you so much to our Patreon members. It's because of you that we can keep the podcast going. You can become a Patreon member as well at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. That's patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. When you become a Patreon member, you get bonus content from us each and every week. And again, being a Patreon member helps us stay on the air. So even if you just want to be a fan, a Patreon member for one month to give a little support to keep us going, we appreciate that. We love each and every one of you, but we wanted to say hello to our newest Patreon members. Hello to this person's name is Casserole Wood. They put their name in Patreon as Casserole Wood. I don't know if that's real, but I love a good casserole. Yeah. Melissa hello. Martin. Melissa. Miranda Rodney. Hi, Miranda. Miranda. Melissa Krim. Melissa Krim. Hi. Welcome. Joshua Warner. Joshua. And Carrie Parker. Thank you guys so much for becoming Patreon members. Again, if you're listening, you can become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash Dombrowski. Also, that's where we get all of our suggestions for what shows we should watch exclusively from Patreon members. So go ahead, become a Patreon member today and support the podcast. And also, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, subscribe to the page. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and a little, a kind word. We'd love to hear that from you. And we will see you next time on... Let's watch. Let's watch TV. TV, everybody. Thank you. Bye.